Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, hello, Kathy. It's uh, End Times Friday. Hey, we're in October. I can't uh, believe October man, already. I love going, it. Going fast, huh? Isn't it? Uh, we're, uh, as you know, we're taping these a little bit early, but uh, we are headed up to the mountains uh, to go see the colors uh, in Colorado. So we're going to camp out of Beaver Creek. Uh, we'll drive over to Aspen, uh, see the mm -hmm. beauty over there. I guess the colors are already changing. So it's just we always uh, time it so we get to hit the peak, what we call the peak, right? Uh, color, so it'll be brilliant. Uh, and uh, and we and we are gonna have and we pray for good weather, sunny weather. Yep, it's even more brilliant in the sun. Right. Uh, well, because the aspens really turn; they don't do the variety of colors, right? They do kind of the bright yellow. It's or yellow. Do, or is there yeah, some... There's there's two colors primarily: yellow, mm -hmm. uh, and then orange. Okay. So yeah. there's a combination of seeing, uh, you get to see a little bit of both. We don't get the things like you get where you get all right. the different colors right. and all your maples and oaks and all that. We don't, we right. don't have that. We just have, we just have, although you and Linda will turn around after seeing the Aspens, then you'll turn around and come down here and come out here and then see we, all of our then colors we go to, too. Then we go so. to peak in New Hampshire. And then by the way, the time we come home, uh, back in Colorado, uh, the, the colors have moved down the mountain. So we get to see more of that. So uh, this so is fun. this is one of our uh, favorite times. So, uh, <laughs> and by the way, it gets a little bit cooler, which we like. Yes. Uh, so the mountains will be uh, oh, primarily in the 60s, uh, maybe as high as 70 during the day, but it'll be in the 30s at, at night. Uh, oh, so nice! It really gets. Yeah, cool I love I fun. love that kind of weather. It energizes me for sure. So this is this is. Uh, one of the favorite times for Linda and I, particularly because mm -hmm. we get to spend a lot of time together. Uh, we plan it. We we keep the space open uh, in our calendar. This is one of our mar big margin times. Mm -hmm. uh, of, oh, nice. Uh, you know, I have a few things to do, but we'll primarily uh, really for two weeks, we're just going to be together and enjoying each other and uh, uh, having fun with it. So it's going to be a great time. Excellent. Uh, and as we've talked about uh, the end times and uh, you know, the the signs, watch the signs, uh, be uh, alert. Well, uh, you you were talking to me about something you've noticed, which I've noticed as well, and we'll, and we'll actually talk about it a little bit, but uh, what was it that you got struck by in terms of interesting sign? Right, so actually my aunt uh, sent me a text and I had not paid attention or even seen it until she highlighted it. But I guess this past, and, and again, we're taping early. So this would have happened, um, what was the date? Uh, maybe September 20th, 18th, 19th, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, anyway, La Palma volcano in the Canary Islands is erupting. They had a week long of over a thousand um, low level earthquakes, but that shows the magma moving. And now the volcano is erupting. And I suppose about 13 years ago, 
BBC actually did a very in-depth documentary on what would happen if this La Palma erupted again. And I guess there is a significant risk factor um, potentially for a landslide that could even, you know, turn into a mega tsunami and affect all the way to the East coast of the U S. Yeah. And so there are things, you know, people are watching and paying attention to that. Um, not really knowing if it will just make, you know, if the landslide starts, if it'll be a more gradual thing and have multiple smaller scale tsunamis, or if it would be one significant landslide that could make this mega tsunami, but it's certainly something to be watching what's going on out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but last week, uh, there was a series of tremor and then a uh, uh, an earthquake in Los Angeles. Uh, mm. That was uh, it wasn't a, a large one, but it was uh, because of the tremor, small tremors, and they had this four point, I think four point two, four point three earthquake. Mm -hmm. They're projecting that 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 activity is increasing, and there's right. likely likely to be a major earthquake in uh, California. Mm. Uh, oh wow, coming up. Uh, because, well, as if they don't have enough on their plate right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so these earthquakes and, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, there's a thousand of them, you know, in this one, one location, the volcano, um, we're going to actually talk about that, uh, as we get into these seals mm -hmm. that that's part of the, uh, disturbances right. that occur, uh, because of the signs uh, that is coming and that the earth itself is giving us signs and jesus said mm. you know look out for those earthquakes right. volcanoes, uh, cosmic disturbances uh so it'll be interesting to process so uh, as you guys uh you know kind of be aware of these things uh when you notice them you know pay, just pay attention like huh mm -hmm. that's unusual that's a little bit different uh that's uh, uh a little bit more intense uh, Father, do you have anything to show us about that? You know, and again, the receptivity of it is that, yeah, there's things that are moving, the birth pangs are moving mm -hmm. and getting more frequent and more uh, intense. Uh, so uh, it'll be fun. And as we've discussed this, uh, we made a comment uh, over the last couple sessions uh, on our Friday sessions is uh, that uh, the vaccine mm -hmm. uh, is not the mark of the beast. Right. Uh, we've discussed that um, because it's not universal, uh, that it's up to individual choices that have to be made. Now, the government is working to mm -hmm. try to make it mandate what's called mandated or uh, mandatory, mm -hmm. uh, which would look more like the mark of the beast uh, that's going to happen because there'll be a mandate uh, to it. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it's being challenged in court right now mm -hmm. uh and my as i've asked god about it uh what i've received is to watch it watch this mm -hmm. uh that if the courts don't support it because it's really anti-constitutional right uh, in the united states have taken away freedom basically freedom and of choice. several states are challenging it lots of states lots of mm -hmm. organizations uh so it's, it's getting challenged in the courts um, and it doesn't even matter what the rulings are because it's going to keep getting appealed mm -hmm. by both sides until until it gets up to the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. which should happen yeah pretty pretty quick you know pretty quick many months. Um, so it's going to be challenged. So so what what I've heard God say is to watch that that mm -hmm. if 
the courts don't support the mandate, which if mm -hmm. you look at law, you would think, well, that's what they probably will do and should do, is take, not take away our freedom uh, at that level and just say, well, let it be up to the individual. You can't mandate it and give them a choice. And the choice, by the way, and there's some cool organizations, even Christian organizations that are saying, um, either take the vaccine or if you're gonna come into a group scenario, like an office, Mm -hmm. uh, and be around people, then, uh, get tested. Right. And show that you don't, and you can, you can, you can do either one. And that's a, that, that would be freedom of choice, which to me would be, uh, the best way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, if the, if the courts approach it that way, what I've heard is that, uh, the birth pangs are, are happening, but it, mm -hmm. it's not as soon as you might think, mm -hmm. uh, that you got time. Uh, mm -hmm. Keep watching, keep observing, and uh, it's not going to be imminent if they they support the mandate and they make it law that the government can mandate that you have this passport in order to economically function. That's a significant move, right? Significant there. move, and mm -hmm. it's uh, uh, what what I've heard God say: uh, you need to shift <laughs> shift your thinking to uh, preparation, mm. uh, get more prepared and start focusing on that it's shorter than you think. And again, mm -hmm. shorter uh, than you think is, is coming from God, God not me. Right. So my shorter <laughs> than you think is, uh-oh, it could be any day right. now. It's like, eh, probably not any day, but uh, it's gonna be faster. It's gonna now accelerate. Right. Uh, because uh, the mark of the beast, uh, in order to be the mark of the beast, mm -hmm. <laughs> has to be the mark of the beast. <laughs> right, so, right. So, so therefore, a beast has to be in place. Mm -hmm. uh, which is that one world economy, uh, which we don't world, have yet. It's one world government, um, and it's a new system with a new economic base and a new economic mm -hmm. uh, complete system, uh, which will be an electronic thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the one world government will be put in place and every citizen of the world will now have to surrender to and embrace, you know, let's call it the federation uh, mm -hmm. that everybody now follows, you know, one world government. You know, interesting enough, um, we have a funny example of this. Um, and I don't know, are you, have you ever seen any of the uh, Star uh, Trek movies oh we used to love the star trek movie <laughs> okay okay so the star so, trek yes. okay the star trek movie discusses now first of all their their uh their functioning is in the universe mm -hmm. so you know their their enemy are the klingons you know and the borg you know which are on different planets and different right places. right uh but the the america the world the earth Mm -hmm. um, is a single government. Right. Uh, yeah, called, I do remember it's, that. It's the called Federation, the Federation, right? <laughs> uh, and everybody, you know, functions under the Federation. And so there mm -hmm. isn't any, uh, even though that, you know, there's a story about Kirk from Iowa and all that, um, uh, he's not an American anymore. Nobody's ever mm -hmm. described as German, French, English, American, Chinese, uh, right. you're, you're a member of the Federation. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a funny example mm 
mm-hmm. that you know the earth embraced one world government mm-hmm. uh, and there's one one currency etc that how they do everything so it's it's like okay we could we could kind of picture it so when it happens uh literally there'll be a day mm-hmm. that you know on on friday you are a, and a citizen of the United States operating under the laws of the United States. On mm-hmm. Saturday, you no longer are that. You're a member of the Federation. Right. And the, and the one world government uh, is going to be put in place. It's going to have a location. It's going to have mm-hmm. a, a 10 heads, which I believe are more corporate than they are right. uh, political. And so, out of those 10 is where the Antichrist will rise from, correct? The Antichrist comes out of that group of 10 uh, during the first mm-hmm. three and a half years. So the tribulation, uh, and remember the word is kind of funny in a way, because when we think of tribulation, see, we think of, of really uh, awful stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, when the, when the tribulation comes and is started by this one world government, Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, when that occurs, we will know the exact day. Mm. That's the beginning of the tribulation. Mm. Uh, and it's really, it's really interesting uh, uh, because it's a one-word government and, and you, you give up your sovereignty and, and here's how it works. The world, people of the world, willingly embrace the Federation. Right. And they say, yeah, I, I, I willingly stop being an American and I, mm-hmm. I become a world citizen. Uh, and they embrace it. Okay, now, why would that happen? Well, particularly <laughs> for Americans, because we're, fi- mm-hmm. we're fiercely, what I call fiercely independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have been, I think, except for, you know, things are moving in a different direction now where that's not so as much. But we have been fiercely nationalistic. Right. You know, very, very pro-U.S. Uh, uh, so how do we willingly give that up? Well, um, what I see is that there's an economic collapse, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. Um, and it goes into such severity. And by the way, the loss of confidence in our government to do anything about it, that um, because of the experience economically, that... The Federation comes and says, I have a solution. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one world government, a new currency. We're going to forgive all your debt. We're going to uh, probably not have ownership, but we'll have you do something else. We'll get you paid. You can go back to having a really nice, normal living. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody says, hallelujah. Uh, right. Fantastic. That's going to sound like a great plan. It's going to sound like a great plan. Uh, mm-hmm. And let's let's do that. And everybody around the world willingly on Saturday when it's time to do that. Yep. Great. And they mm-hmm. convert their cash, their money, their U.S. dollars into some kind of a Bitcoin. Um, mm-hmm. And the Germans will uh, convert euros and the Chinese will convert uh, yuan, and uh, everybody will be converted over into this new system. Mm-hmm. And it's willingly. Okay, at that moment, uh, as we start going down that path, uh, and it's obviously in the first uh, weeks, months, uh, days of this one world government, there's a mark. Mm -hmm. And the mark is that 
uh, you willingly join and accept. Uh, and John portrayed it as on the forehead and on the mm -hmm. wrist. Uh, right. And again, what I saw is that he observed, I think, facial recognition and us using some kind of electric device on our wrist to, to do transactions. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, uh, this is interesting. Uh, Linda and I were at an airport uh, flying home from Dallas with, with being with our kids, helping them move into their house. And um, Linda needed a earplug, uh, mm -hmm. earphones uh, to get with her uh, iPhone, which is you got to have a certain uh, attachment. Right. And she forgot hers, of course. <laughs> This is, this is probably the third or fourth one I bought for, you know, so <laughs> Linda, keep it in your, just keep it in your purse to keep this one in your purse. Uh, but, uh, so we go to the gate and, uh, she had walked by a store and said, Hey, it's in there. She said, go in there and get it. Okay. So I go in, it's an Amazon store that mm -hmm. has no people. Oh, really? Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, have you ever gone through a turnstile like at a at a movie theater or something? Yeah. Okay, it's the turnstile. Okay. Uh, you put your credit card in, and they register it. Mm -hmm. You go pick what you want, and you walk out. Wow. This was at the airport. At the airport, and as I walked out, um, I didn't I didn't register anything. I didn't put anything in a terminal. I didn't see anybody. Um, I, I didn't even put it in a bag. I just took it and walked out. And today I noticed my, my credit card has been charged for those things that I walked out with. And I walked out with right. three, three different things. Wow. And so it sensed when you walked out what you had with you as well. It scanned that or something. It was, it was um, which is a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. But um, I did put my credit card in. Okay. When I walked out, my credit card was in my wallet, but it registered me. It's me because of my wallet. My credit card's in my wallet. Interesting. So hey, the chip in your credit card. My yeah. chip in my credit card. I read the chip in my credit card as I walked out the turnstile and took everything that I, and I had in my And identified you. I had everything And identified hand, your products. Identified wow. the product. And you didn't have to scan them nothing. over anything. Nothing. I just walked out the, out the turnstile. That's fascinating. I had, I had heard that they were moving towards some stores like that for yeah. like on an, on a trial basis, but I had not heard of anything being opened or anyone going through it yet. Yeah. Uh, so that, um, the transaction was all done electronically, uh, mm -hmm. so that the mark of the beast, uh, is going to be an electronic method of, mm -hmm. uh, identification and then registering you. It says to buy and sell, uh, uh, you know, in, in the scenario. Okay. So the questions, Couple questions have come up as we've talked about this. Number mm -hmm. one, well, isn't the vaccine then the mark of the beast? Hmm. Uh, and the answer is a simple no. Right. Why? There's no beast. Right. Yet. Uh, now, is it getting us conditioned to the mark of the beast? Yes. Yeah. And again, if the mandate is, is, is supported by the uh, law, particularly of the United States, I believe it won't be long then mm -hmm. that, uh, that this whole thing will be put in play. Uh, right. Uh, that we'll see the collapse and we'll see this because it'll say, well, they supported it now and people have to follow it and get used to mm -hmm. it. Um, uh, 
Uh, and and like I, you said, it's very much a conditioning yeah. at, a, at the least. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, even, even if they support it, um, there'll be individual choices you still have to make is that, well, then mm -hmm. you don't, you don't participate. You can't go to this restaurant. You can't do these things. Um, are there alternatives? You know, the, I, I think there were still will be alternatives, but, um, at the mark of the beast, there is no alternative. Right. It's, it's absolute. Um, you are signing up to follow mm -hmm. the new system uh, right. willingly. Uh, yes, yes, you're saying yes. Uh, so is the, mark of the, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? No. Is it a type of it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we now can visualize what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Because prior to a year and a half ago, that was my big like right. How does that? It's work? hard to even fathom that. Do, wait a minute. That how does happen? that work? Right. Well, now we can see it. Oh, there it is. Um, it's mm -hmm. this way, um, and they're putting that technology in place, which, by the way, would have to be both at the, uh, the your on your identification as well as a store would have to mm -hmm. register and say you you pass. You know, some technology mm -hmm. that you pass. Okay. Uh, but so let's understand that. Then the second question that came up, which was, I thought was a really good one is, well, revelation just says, uh, that God's wrath is coming against those who take the mark of the beast and worship the beast. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, couldn't we take the mark of the beast and, and join it because of the economic consequences of it, but not worship the beast. Right. So isn't it okay but, if we just take the mark, but I really work hard not to worship the beast. Right. And the question was focusing on that and in there that, yeah. okay, there's two, there's two parts of this. So can I just bow out a one and right, right, still right. get to enjoy can the I, other? <laughs> can I just do the one and not do the other? Um, interesting question. Uh, okay. So let's look at um, scripture uh, and then try to uh, understand it. Uh, and how do we approach this? So, uh, first of all, let's go to uh, Revelation 13, 16 and 17. It talks about the mark. Uh, go ahead go ahead and read that. Uh, Revelation okay. 13, 16 and 17. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, that is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Yeah. Okay, now remember the name of the beast, and this is important because a lot of people get this confused. Um, and I've heard for years uh, who they're trying to figure out is the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't say that. Right. It doesn't say the mark of the Antichrist. It says the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. It's the system. There's a name to that system, and it's 666. So uh, mm -hmm. the, the total of the words uh, in, the, in the Hebrew would add up to 666. So it'll be something interesting that mm. will come up and they'll say, uh, they'll, they'll name the beast, they'll call it the Federation, they'll call, you know, they'll call it something mm -hmm. that will be it. Uh, okay, so it says uh, it's gonna be the mark of the beast and it is intended to cause you to either join it or not join it. Right. By economic means. Um, if you don't join it, you can't participate in the economic mm -hmm. system at all. You'll be, you'll be out. Okay, uh, go, right. to, go to Revelation 16.2. And this is where this verse comes in about uh, God's wrath. And then we'll, we'll process it further. 
Okay. Revelation 16, two says, so the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth and harmful and painful sores came upon the people who bore the mark of the beast and worshiped its image. Yeah. Ugh. And that's where the, um, that's where the uh, question comes up. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's both the mark of the beast and worship his image, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to worship his image. So right. isn't it okay to take the mark of the beast? Uh, right. Well, let's try to understand it a little bit deeper. Uh, and part of that question comes in from the idea also that, well, could God really want me to do without food or without a job or without, you know, the provision as I know it. And right. so, you know, trying to, to rectify that and make sense of what's going on. Right, 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 right. Um, and this is where, by the way, I believe, um, going back to our, our reason we're doing this, mm -hmm. God said, pay attention. Um, there will be uh, a instruction, mm -hmm. get prepared. Um, and uh, if we hear that and when we hear that, it's okay, what does that mean for us? And, mm -hmm. you know, provision with food. I, th I think the two biggest needs of preparation um, are going to be have, have food and supplies that you're not going to be able mm -hmm. to buy. Right. Uh, and then have a community around you that can assist you with that so that mm -hmm. um, there might be people that have greenhouses or people that have, uh, you know, farm uh, cattle or something that uh, you could still do things and not participate in the system. Right. Uh, and, and thinking about bartering within a community. Bartering, helping each of, other, yeah. uh, assisting each other. Uh, because he talks about the fact that uh, there will be a remnant. And mm -hmm. God says, this is where I'm, I need you to understand. I'm going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. Now, that's where our struggle is. Is well, if I can't join the system, how are you going to ever take care of me? Because aren't I going to be prevented from being taken care of? Right. And God says, no, no, I can do it. I can do it supernaturally. Right. I, can, I can make provision for you. Uh, particularly if I've asked you and instructed you to be prepared, you know, and to get, yeah. and to get ready. And even in that, we need to really get our heads around the idea. Uh, when you think about the Israelites in the wilderness, um, God gave them provision every day. Yeah. He gave it to them in the form of manna. Yeah. That may not have been the provision they chose. No. <laughs> and, Matter so of fact, they kept saying that in mind, they kept you know? saying, I want to go back to Egypt and be in slavery and, uh, uh, right. I remember the onions and the leeks and the, you know, I, I want some of that stuff, you know, and exactly. I said, and well, so I'm, just... I'm giving you provision. By the way, their provision mm -hmm. was supposed to be in the promised land, um, which, right. they, which they refused to go. But even that guy, you know, did as a good example of taking care of it. Um, so, um, well, let's look at, let's look at the idea of the mark. So uh, go to Deuteronomy 6, 8, uh, and let's read what it says here, because it's going to give us some insight about marks. What, what, what are marks? Okay. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Yeah. So he's talking about the word of God. Mm -hmm. He said, um, mark, uh, on your hands and your, uh, on your forehead, mm -hmm. uh, that you are gods and mm -hmm. you're, you're following the truth of God. Mm -hmm. So he said, when, when, when I say to you, uh, back in Deuteronomy, mark, uh, make sure your foreheads are marked with what? With me. 
mm-hmm. uh, and that what I'm speaking to you is to be followed uh, and you are truly um, walking with me uh, and we'll talk about what that means about worship, what the word worship means is that mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're believing in, we're following completely and we're trusting mm-hmm. uh, that uh, element. Uh, okay. Uh, and he said, go use a, use a mark. Go, go to Deuteronomy eleven eighteen. Says, you shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall become as frontlets between your eyes. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, and I see uh, partly, you know, John, when he wrote about the mark of the beast, um, he, he understood Deuteronomy eleven eighteen. 18. He said, well, mm-hmm. it's on your hands and it's on your forehead. Okay, hmm. what is on your hand and forehead? What is he talking about here? Well, he's in Deuteronomy yeah, or Deuteronomy. in Revelation. Yeah, Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy, he's talking about God's laws yeah. and, and set apart for him. He's saying, yeah. mark, mark your you. Mm-hmm. And he uses the forehead and the wrist and the hand as the place to do that. Right. Um, is make Which sure. Which is fascinating. I've never, I, I never made the connection between those two things. Yeah. Yeah. As many really, times it, as I've read those verses, it just didn't dawn on me. Yeah. But go really, ahead. It's really interesting. And so you're, you are marked uh, with what? Uh, following the mm-hmm. word of God, the instruction right. of God. Uh, so that um, as he told that to people, he's, he's telling, by the way, in Deuteronomy, uh, think about who who is is he talking to? The children of the right. ones that said we're not going. Mm-hmm. So they never got they never marked that they were followers of God because they actually stopped even marking with circumcision because mm-hmm. they said, well, the covenant doesn't apply to us anymore because right. we're not we're not going. Those are the years in the wilderness. That's the years when they in the wilderness. Doing that. Yes, and they all died um, mm-hmm. uh, outside of God's will. He says to their children. Deuteronomy. These are the children mm-hmm. that are now born in the wilderness mm-hmm. who have learned. That'll have the opportunity to go. The opportunity to go. And they said, now you mark your, your forehead and your wrist with the truth of God, which means what? See, it's not, it's not a, uh, a mechanical symbol. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can, you can be marked that way, but you don't even have to follow God. Um, so just, just tell everybody that, that you, yeah, you know the word of God, but mm-hmm. you don't have to follow it. No, if you're going to mark it, it's you, you not only identify with it, but you actually follow worship mm-hmm. the one who's asking you to mark by doing what? everything that he tells you to do and only mm. that uh, okay right uh go to ephesians 1 13 and talks us about we as believers um have a mark uh and he tells us what it is ephesians 1 13. in him you also when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised holy spirit yeah so that um the mark the seal is mm-hmm. the holy spirit within us. Uh, so mm-hmm. you're marked by the Holy Spirit. Now we read in Deuteronomy, or excuse me, in Romans, that um, 
there's a demarcation of that. As a believer, you can either be carnal. Mm-hmm. It's called walking in the flesh, I choose, or following the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He said, so your mark is which of those, now that you have the Holy Spirit because you're sealed with it, which way do you walk? Mm-hmm. Do you walk carnal, which you'll be marked by that, or do you mark a uh, follower of Christ in the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit by, by what? Paying attention to the... rendering to the Spirit. Surrendering to and following the instructions of the Spirit. Uh, and he said, by the way, if... You choose the flesh, carnal, this is Romans 8, 5 to 8. You put to death the power of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You are at enmity against God and you cannot please Him. Right. By what? Following your own idea versus the Spirit uh, mm-hmm. and get marked with that. Okay, now go to Ephesians 14, 1, or excuse me, Revelation 14, 1. We've just talked about the mark of the beast. Now let's look at a different mark, uh, Revelation okay. 14, 1. Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. Yeah. So they're marked with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what does that mean? Well, they're, they're following, and it goes on to describe uh, that they uh, walk with him, they listen to him, they follow with him. Um, and so he's describing two different marks. Mm-hmm. The mark of the beast... Uh, or the 144,000 that have the mark of God on them. Right. Uh, so uh, he said the mark is the identification of who do you follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by definition, when he says in uh, Revelation 16, the mark of the beast and those who worship him, what he's saying is if you take the mark of the beast, you have by default also worship the beast mm-hmm. okay now now think about why it's really simple why would i then be identified as as yes i took the mark and i'm worshiping the beast even though in my heart i say, oh no no i don't i don't yeah. do that yes you are yeah well why? in fact you're actually denying him you know for for safe for whatever reasons you have safety economic everything else you are saying i'm going into hiding essentially i may really believe this but i don't believe the power of what god tells me in that and so i'm denying him and i'm stepping into this camp yeah so if i if i take the mark of the beast why by definition do i worship am i worshiping the beast well because that's who you're trusting to provide for. that's who i'm trusting yeah. To provide. And I'm following all those instructions. Right. Uh, so in doing so, I actually am worshiping. I am because worshiping. Because I am saying that's the authority that I trust, so, that I believe. So in, in uh, Revelation 16, he's not saying, yeah, um, some of you take the beat, take the mark. You're okay because you're not going to worship the beat. He doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. He's saying by definition, because you've right. taken the mark. You, you are, are worshiping. You are, and by the way, you're worshiping the beast. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because you're following what the beast is instructing you, and you're actually putting your trust mm-hmm. in the beast and not in God, who says, don't take the mark um, uh, and don't receive my wrath, but rather mm-hmm. trust me and follow me and get marked by me alone, not both in. Now we have a great example uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel uh, gets uh, carried away 
By the way, uh, Jeremiah had said, if you're going to join the remnant, surrender to Nebuchadnezzar and let him mm -hmm. take you to Babylonia. I'll give you the covenant life there. It'll be different, but I'll give you the covenant life there. Uh, if you stay and fight, you're all going to get killed. So we see right away that God's wrath can come against his own people mm -hmm. because they all got killed who said, no, I don't believe that. I'm going to fight. Right. Uh, well, Daniel was one of those that got carried away. Uh, so he and his buddies uh, are identified by Nebuchadnezzar mm -hmm. as, man, you guys are really smart kids. Uh, I would like to take you into my school. Uh, and I want to teach you to uh, the language, the customs, uh, the way we think, the way we operate, the laws. Because I would like you to be part of my group called Wise Men. Mm -hmm. uh, that contribute to interpreting things uh, of how we should function. And I like you guys, so come on, let's go. And, and, and Daniel, Shadrach, and Meshach, and Abednego, and his buddies. Yep, okay, sure, no problem. Um, so by agreeing to that, they were, they were okay with that. Um, mm -hmm. All right, they start the school, and Daniel notices that the food that they're being asked to take is offered to idols. Mm -hmm. Well, he knows something about that. Right. What has God said about that? That they are not to partake in any food Do that not. is offered to idols. Okay, now, now, and this is, let me walk you through this so that everybody understands it. We know from Daniel and, and, and what happened to him, was he in any way worshiping the idol? No. No. Not in any way. There wasn't anything in him right. that said, um, uh, I'm going to go worship idols. But God had instructed, do not eat food mm -hmm. offered to idols. Okay, now let's, let's understand that. Why? Per se, it didn't really make a difference per se. Why would God give him that instruction? Don't eat food offered to idols. Yeah, I don't know. I just would have trusted him with it. Well, but I don't know the why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you look at the why, um, it's by proxy. Mm -hmm. You then are joining the system of worshiping the idol. Mm. Uh, and that um, I don't even want you to start in the beginning of it and say, well, this food that you offer to idols is just going to be for me to, to operate on. Mm -hmm. I need food. So isn't, isn't that okay? Can't you overlook that, you know, and, and uh, just let me, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to worship the idol. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And really he's wanting full separation from that. God idol. said no, because you're now identified with the mm -hmm. idol. If you partake of that, you're identifying yourself with the idol. And my, my word, remember we went back to Deuteronomy, put mm -hmm. the word on your forehead and on your wrist. What? Right. What I tell you. Mm -hmm. So Daniel said, I can't do that. Mm. Now, by the way, at that moment, the conclusion of that was, well, then we'll just kill you. Right. Um, and the jailer, the guy who's, excuse me, the, the head of the school, says, oh, I can't do that. 
um, I'm going to get harmed by, by Nebuchadnezzar if I don't give you this food. He said, I tell you what. And then he goes to God. Guy, what do I do about this? Mm-hmm. Well, give him a test. Uh, say, if you're as healthy as the other guys, would they basically uh, have an alternative to that, to that law? By the way, that's, as we think of the vaccine, that's, that's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. God, would you have the courts set up an alternative so that mm-hmm. people that aren't called that aren't called to receive the vaccine can still function? Right. Um, is that possible? See, and Daniel said, "Is that possible?" God said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Set up a test. See if the guy agrees to the test. If he agrees to the test, I'll fulfill the test, and then you won't have to eat food uh, mm-hmm. uh, to idols. Um, and you won't be identified with that because what you're you're identified with me. Mm-hmm. Now think about why, how, in what way was he identified with God? I follow your instructions, mm-hmm. and I don't follow the instructions of anybody else to say I, I worship them. Uh, right. So uh, he said, "No, I can't do that." Uh, I trusted God for the outcome, uh, and and there was the outcome. Uh, so that. Um, we have to separate out that, well, okay, I'll take the mark of the beast and I'll go join the system. I'll follow everything the beast tells me to do. But if it ever comes down to, well, do I worship the beast? No, I worship God. God said, mm-hmm. no, if you take the mark, by definition, you're going to be worshiping you the beast. You are worshiping. You are yes. worshiping the beast. Uh, so uh, it's going to be clear cut. Now, um, as we... <laughs> Uh, to me, it's not fuzzy because uh, mm-hmm. God says my wrath is coming against those who take the mark of the beast. Um, right. Doesn't doesn't say, by the way, if you're t- if you're a believer or not a believer, right. just if you take the mark of the beast, you're going to have God's wrath. Um, I believe that that's serious implication, which means by definition, mm-hmm. if we're raptured. Uh, by the way, most people think we're, we're raptured before all that happens anyway. So they think it doesn't matter. And, and, I, and we're going to get into that, by the way, and say, well, it's not that clear cut possible mm-hmm. that it could be uh, after the tribulation starts. I think it is. Um, uh, but I don't have any absolute about that because it's not right. absolute. Uh, but um, I think uh, uh, as we enter the tribulation and we take the mark of the beast, we actually, the, those that take the mark of the beast are not going to be raptured if there is a rapture of mid-trib. Uh, and we're going to be the recipients of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a choice by just by definition, think about it, is I'm going to be marked. And that's what, that's what these verses are all about. Mm-hmm. It's not about participating in a simple little system that, well, I, I took their little economic thing. No. no. The mark, see, and John says this, it's on your forehead and it's on your wrist. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how you are marked. Mm-hmm. Are you a follower of the beast or are you a follower of God? And so you can't get around it with a, a nifty little and. Uh, it's right. no, it's if by taking the mark of the beast, you are identified as a follower of the beast. And God says, don't do it because the beast is what? Organized by Satan, mm-hmm. trying to get everybody eliminated that's a follower of God, sets up an antichrist. That mm-hmm. then says, I am God. 
And when you say worship the beast, don't confuse that with worshiping the Antichrist. Because mm -hmm. we could say, well, when it comes to that, I won't do it. No, it doesn't talk about that. It says worship right. the beast. Yeah. How did you it's worship the beast? Followed the beast. Even as you bring this up, um, this uh, reeling it back just a little bit from when we get to the actual mark, it highlights to me once again, the importance of allowing God to bring down idols in our life. Mm. And I, and I do believe that COVID has been a great training ground for Christians who have embraced that to allow God to reveal to them what they have given idol status right. in their lives and, and for him to work, to bring our hearts in alignment with his again, rather than idolizing some of these things that we just so easily and naturally step into in the world we live in without even recognizing that we've given them the status they've given them. Yeah. But I, I think this highlights that. And boy, if we, we need to really, um, surrender that and, and allow him to examine our hearts and show us where we have idols, because I believe that the more we have allowed with the more we allow idols to stay prominent in our life. Now, it'll be that much harder when the choice comes to take the mark or not take the mark, because those idols are going to make it more enticing to step that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so as we uh, look at, from what I can see in scripture, uh, the mark of the beast isn't an individual choice. Mm -hmm. uh, it is an absolute. That mm -hmm. we who follow Christ are called not to follow the mark of the beast. Right. Uh, at all. Yeah. Not to take it, not to follow it. Uh, by definition, yeah. you're worshiping it. Um, I think it's really clear. Now, let's say there's somebody in the audience, even this person that asked the question, could say, well, I don't think you're right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's good. No problem. Here's what I'd urge you to do is get into the word. We just gave yeah. you a bunch of them. Uh, get into the word, uh, write the verses out, start journaling what you think it says. What does it mean? And ask God to reveal to you his answer to you mm -hmm. uh, that you get comfortable with and, and see what happens is that um, if I hear something uh, that says, eh, I, I don't agree with that, or I don't want to agree with that, or, man, I, I, I don't think I can do that, so I think I'm going to have to take the mark of the beast. I'll just really work hard not to worship the beast. Um, isn't that going to get by? Uh, it's okay uh, that that's a struggle. Uh, it's okay that there's a position. Now, here's the next key thing. Then you need to go to God. <laughs> God and get, right. get your confirmation and get it resolved and get it resolved by what going to God because it's not even in a sense you, you couldn't even call me up and say you know mm -hmm. help me more I can I can tell you more verses to go to and I can say go process it but don't rely if you're struggling with this don't rely on me mm -hmm. by the way don't go find somebody else that said oh no we'll no, tell you oh, whatever no, you want to hear you're, you're good you're good you're good to go Mm -hmm. uh, well, you heard that from a person. The question is this. Did you take the time mm -hmm. to say, uh, you know, I hear, I hear this guy talking about this, but I, I'm not sure that's right. Okay, mm -hmm. no problem. Go to God. But you got to go into the word and go process with God and, and right. stay with it until you get the confirmation, the peace from God, because he'll tell you the truth. Um, mm -hmm. And then you get it, get it settled. And here's where most people fail is that 
well, I'm not going to spend that time. I'm not going to spend that energy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take my position and I'm, and I'm just going to ask God to bless my position. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's why a lot of people <laughs> get in trouble uh, is that, well, this is what I think. And uh, of course, God will take care of me later. And I don't have to pay attention to this. And God says, no, mm-hmm. pay attention to it. So that um, I've laid out what I think is true uh, from Scripture. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you have a struggle with that, I would urge you uh, to go to God and get that resolved. Because here's the implication of it. If it's true mm-hmm. that taking the mark is not a good, good, good idea from God. And see, the way I think and the way I walk with God is really simple. Mm-hmm. If that's not a good idea, then I don't, I don't want to do it. Right. Now, right. I, know, I know it's going to be tricky. And there's going to be consequences to that. So my question goes the other direction. Okay, God, um, I would like you to give me absolute strength Mm -hmm. to not do it. Now, could you tell me what you'd like me to understand as I get ready for that? Mm -hmm. Okay, son, I'm going to tell you about preparation. I'm going to tell you about community. I'm going to tell you about economic things. I'm going to tell you about things that can benefit you. And by the way, you're going to have to trust me supernaturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and by the way, be prepared as you ask those questions for him to deliver some of those answers to you supernaturally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, and I'll give you a, a really interesting uh, picture that we got. Uh, Lynn and I come home uh, from uh, uh, evening out. And uh, we in front of our door is 11 gigantic four by three mm-hmm. boxes from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, you know, hey, Linda, what the heck did you order? You know, from, you know, it covers our entire porch. And she said, no, I didn't order nothing. It, you know, must be you. You know, I no, I didn't do it. You know, and so I look at it, it has our address, uh, 11 boxes. And I said, oh, they made a, They must have made a mistake. So I call Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, hey, you sent me these boxes. You made a mistake, you know. And she said, well, just bring them back. And I said, no. I said, I can't even get them in my car. You're going to have to have the truck that delivered them come and get them. She said, hold on just a second. So she comes back in you know, two minutes. She says, uh, we can't do it. I said, what do you mean you can't do it? She said, we never shipped it to you. <laughs> she said, there's nowhere in any system that we show anything being sent to you and, and you know, and you're on it and they, we have you, we see your account, That's so funny. but there is nothing that's been shipped to you. We cannot take it back because we didn't mm-hmm. ship it. I said, well, yes, yes, you did. I've got 11 boxes. He says, I, I know physically that we shipped it to you, mm-hmm. but in our records, we don't have any record of it. So we can't, we, we don't, we didn't ship it to you. I can't take it back because I have nothing to take it back to. Mm-hmm. She said, just keep it. I said, you want me to keep all 11 of those boxes, whatever's in those boxes, you want me to keep those. They're yours. We can't take them back. Keep them, they're yours. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so Linda and I, t- we, we open the door, <laughs> we take the first one, uh, un- un- uh, you know, unbox it, well, we got 11 boxes of what I would consider to be remnant supplies. 
Mm. Uh, it's things that would, would we need supplies that we would be needed if we couldn't buy it from right. the store. You know, toilet paper. What a blessing. Toilet paper, uh, medicines, uh, mm-hmm. uh, things of, of uh, dry food uh, was in there. Um, all kinds of uh, interesting things that, like, you, you know, you would, you would, if you couldn't buy mm-hmm. it, this is what you're going to need. You know, so, right. so we, like, we unpacked it all, you know, and stored it and, uh, and then we prayed, okay, God, what was that about? Right. What the heck was that? It was our name mm-hmm. and address. He said, yeah, there's two things. One, in the remnant, when it comes about in the tribulation, I will be your provider. I can mm-hmm. get you things. Don't fret. And I just did. It, that was for me. I did that. Okay, thanks. He said, and by the way, tell everybody you know that I can do this. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I can be your provider. Uh, and it was, it was literally, it wasn't even mostly remnant and other stuff. It was all remnant stuff. That, uh, and it wasn't that we actually needed it. It was just, I want to show you that I can deliver it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really beautiful. You know, so what you're saying is when it comes down to the mark, it's who do you trust? Right. Who are you putting your trust in? Uh, mm-hmm. And are you following God or not? And if you're struggling with that, which I, I can appreciate that, go spend time with God. But don't, don't be lazy and just right. say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, from my reading of Scripture, it matters. This is, and this, I really think, you know, important. you don't, don't wait to do this. Go ahead and get this settled now. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to this, even if you, I would go as far as to say, even if you're not really struggling with the idea of it, I would go back to some of these scriptures that you've shared and really wrestle through um, knowing it so that you can also share that with others in terms of sending them back to these scriptures so that they can begin to, to grapple with it themselves. I think this is important information for all of us to own. Yeah. So if you have a question. Uh, and you have a continued question about it, want to go talk about it further, we're happy to do it. Uh, again, we're just sharing you what the word says and mm-hmm. urge you to keep going until you get settled yourself. Uh, right. But uh, send it uh, on the uh, YouTube like this person did on the comments section or uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And we'll pick it up and we'll try to answer them uh, best we can in terms of at least giving you some biblical understanding of it. Right. Always encouraging you to then go and, and get it cleared up with God. So, Kathy, we're out of time on this one. Uh, but uh, uh, This was a good one. Thanks yep. so much for this wisdom. We'll pick it up again uh, next week and uh, we'll get into the other uh, seals uh, that talk about the uh, catastrophes, by the way, the earthquakes mm-hmm. and volcanoes and all that kind of interesting stuff. So. Could be, could be that this is uh, important to understand about this uh, volcano that just came out. So great. We'll talk to you All guys right. soon. Thank you All so right. much. All Thanks right. for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.